the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Powered by JTR Roofing. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. It's another milestone on Wall Street as the Dow Jones Industrial Average trades above 30,000 points while stocks continue to climb on vaccine hopes. The Dow rose more than 400 points, or 1.4%, to trade just over 30,000 late Tuesday morning. News of COVID-19 vaccines had buttressed optimism on Wall Street at a time when coronavirus cases are rising in 45 U.S. states. The global tally for confirmed coronavirus cases climbed to 59.3 million on Tuesday. Correspondent Jeremy House with that report. President Trump refusing to concede the election, but has agreed to allow Joe Biden to begin his transition to power. The president maintains he has a strong legal case and believes he will still prevail. But he's also directing his administration now to cooperate with the incoming Biden team as the transition begins. Now that the General Services Administration has determined Biden won the election. A new poll shows most Americans favor Republicans holding on to their majority in the Senate after the Georgia runoff elections. Bob Agnew reports. President Trump's legal challenges to some voting results notwithstanding, most respondents to a new survey say they favor a divided government, meaning Republicans in charge of the Senate, provided Joe Biden is in the White House. 56% of respondents to the Harvard-Caps-Harris poll say they favor a Republican majority. Only 44% would like to see Democrats in control. Poll director Mark Penn calls that strong headwinds facing Democrats as they approach the January 5th runoffs. They would need to flip both seats in Georgia to regain Senate control. Bob Agner reporting. Also at townhall.com, Los Angeles County on the brink of a stay-home order days before Thanksgiving, the nation's largest county experiencing a surge in coronavirus cases. Once again, it's in record territory now. For the Dow, the Dow up 30,093 points. That's 501 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Investors, are you seeking steady cash flow? Are you ready to diversify? NRIA has grown to be one of the nation's leading specialists and offers 10% annualized monthly payouts and bonuses targeted 18 to 21%. That's right. You could receive steady 10% monthly payments with bonuses. As their slogan says, they specialize in realty investing done right. You can even use your 401k or IRA to invest. NRIA's 15-year track record and $1.2 billion in new construction development backs you. Learn how you can invest in this hard asset real estate cash flow fund today and receive 10% annualized monthly payouts with bonuses. This is something savvy investors should research and consider. Call now 800-700-5483, 800-700-5483 or visit nria.net. An offer to buy or sell any security is only made by our private placement memorandum. Read it first. See us at nria.net. Did you hear about this? The governor out of Oregon who wants residents to more or less tattletale on neighbors who violate the lockdown orders? If you missed it, you can check out the full article. We've posted it up on our Facebook page. Simply search for Freedom 1570. Easy to share. We'd love to get your two cents on it, too, if you want to leave a comment. It's Freedom 1570. We're broadcasting from the KingdomBuilders.com studios. On the air live in just a moment, Like It Matters Radio. Dana Lash. I always find it amusing how conservatives are the ones that are called thin-skinned when those people who oppose us ideologically write algorithms to suppress our voices, throttle, or just entirely upend our accounts, or freeze our mentions to create for themselves a safe space. So you tell me who's thin-skinned. The Dana Show, weeknights from 8 to 11 on Freedom 1570. Hi, Tom Matiney here with New American Funding. Are you thinking of refinancing due to historical low rates? Well, you're not alone. Many people have already done so. As a highly trusted local mortgage expert, for the past 20 years, you can believe me when I say current mortgage rates are at historical lows. 
In fact, a ton of homeowners have refinanced solely based on these low rates, saving thousands of dollars over the life of the loan. Call me today for a complimentary no-pressure mortgage analysis. I promise to make it simple and informative. Call 651-255-6506 or getalonewithtom.com. Again, that's 651-255-6506 or getalonewithtom.com. Tom Matiny, NMLS number 283258, subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. Broker Solutions, Inc., DBA, New American Funding, NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. Your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about two divergent paths. You know, I deal with a lot of people. Uh, I'm a, um, a life caddy. I'm a counselor. I'm a pastor. Uh, I'm a human being. And so I deal with people. I mean, there are people I talk to daily, whether through text or through phone calls, that are uh, going through cancer treatment that are uh, offering hospice care to their parent who's ready to die, who are struggling to keep a home, who are struggling to keep hope, uh, who are dealing with lost jobs and lost passions, who are dealing with an America that no longer represents what it used to represent, who are dealing with an election that's stunning, to those of us who follow Jesus Christ, why God, why God, right? And so, you know, whenever I talk to people, I, I hear a couple, many different words, but two of the words I hear a lot are want and need. Want and need. You know, it is so critical to understand the, the difference between those two words. There are many things that we want, and there are a few things that we need. You know, Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs, right? The basic five needs of every single human being. But boy, there are so many wants. And if you're old enough, like I am, (laughs) then you understand that thank God for the unanswered prayers, right? There's a song out there, thank God for the unanswered prayers. Because if we would have gotten everything that we wanted over our lives, Boy, oh boy, would things be a mess. Matter of fact, some of us got things that we wanted years ago. And uh, we're still paying the price for those. Because we bargained for God. Yeah, we bargained with God. God, you give me this and I'll do this. And God gave us what we wanted, even though he realized at the time that really wasn't what we needed. But he answered our prayer nonetheless. And for some of us, now he's saying, okay, now it's your turn to keep your part of the agreement. And so these two roads, these two divergent paths, let's call them challenging or hard, and we'll call the other one easy. Because you know what most people want? Most people want the easy path. But the problem is, when things are easy, we don't always do our best. Matter of fact, I talk about that there are three zones that we live in. And you got to know the zones of life. The inner zone that most people reside in is called the comfort zone. Now, the comfort zone is the place where people go to die. Yep, our marriages go to die, our relationships go to die, our physical fitness goes to die, our, uh, a lot of other things, they go to our comfort zone and they die. It's stale, it's stagnant, it's what a lot of people call a rut, Right? Oh, he's talking about Indiana University. I was told, at least, for the first year after they built their, their university, they had no, no sidewalks. 
And what they did is a year after the after the first year of school, they went back and where they found the ruts, you know, where where people walked back and forth from point A to point B. And where the ruts were the deepest and the thickest, that's where they put down sidewalks because they figured that's where people walked most often. And whether it made sense or not, whether it was the shortest distance or not, who knows? None of that was considered. And to me, that's what a comfort zone is. We, we get in these ruts. We get in these ways. Uh, and we're not challenged. We don't push ourselves. Uh, we don't really stretch. You know, Dr. Benjamin Elias Mays, one of my favorites uh, in the civil rights movement, says it must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. Every man and every woman is born in the world to do something unique, something distinctive, and if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. It isn't a disgrace not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach. And to me, that's what the comfort zone represents. You're comfortable. It's static, right? Now, outside that zone is something we're all familiar with. Matter of fact, I always tell people in my training that I'm going to give you fear's address in my class. What? And they go, what? Yeah. You know where fear resides? Right outside your comfort zone. That's the second zone. It's called fear. It is false evidence appearing real. And yet people run from fear. People avoid fear. And man, we need it. We need to not only be able to function in that zone called fear, but we need to be able to learn from that zone called fear. You know, that's what, uh, uh, what is it, John MacArthur, he talks about pain, because I put pain and fear in a very similar category, because fear creates a lot of pain. And John MacArthur, one of my favorite pastors, says this, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. Let's be honest. A leader makes sacrifices, a good leader. A leader serves while putting the interests of others above themselves. A leader accepts the consequences for those under their authority. And that's uncomfortable because there's a lot of fear involved. And fear is an acronym. It's false evidence appearing real. Fear is a, a straw man. The only power that fear has is the power that we give it. And in my training, I teach people how to function at a high level in, that, in the presence of fear. Matter of fact, if you consider the word courage... Courage, something we all want. Courage would probably be on most people's list of five values that they would want to be known for. And by definition, courage can only be present in fear. Think about it, right? Without fear, there can be no courage. And the key is once you learn how to function at a high level in this zone called fear, and it takes practice, 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 it takes spending some time out there. Only then can we learn that fear has no power over us. In my class, something that we start doing one day, the first opening of class, which is so uncomfortable, within 24 hours becomes comfortable. It becomes their brand new comfort zone. Something that freaked them out, that made them panic, within 24 hours becomes something now they're comfortable in. Because once you function a high level in the zone called fear, it goes away you realize it was a straw man. Now, outside that zone called fear is a zone called panic. Those are your three zones, comfort, fear, and then panic. And panic is an intense fear. Now, you can function for a very short period of time in that zone called panic, but I would not forge your mail. But here's the key to life, or should say, what are the keys to life? We've got to keep pushing our comfort zone. We've got to step out of that. Step out of that comfortable marriage. And I don't mean step out into somebody else, but challenge it to be better. You've got to challenge yourself. And a lot of times, because what we want is an easy life, we won't do it. And so we get stale and things die. 
And so we got to keep pushing our comfort zone. So what used to elicit fear now becomes familiar. And what used to bring about panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once we realize that we can feel the fear and do it anyways, then we start reaching our potential. So I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we'll talk about two divergent paths, and we'll be back in three minutes. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters mr black is excited to announce the release of his newest book way of the warrior a daily devotional bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. New rule, you can't yell at someone for breaking a rule you just made up. Not going to do it. Gobble, gobble. Amen. I am Mr. Black. Great is thy faithfulness. You know, and it's uh, easy to have faithfulness when things are easy. But a true test of a man's spirit, you get to the spirit of things, is what happens when things don't go well. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair is one of my favorite proverbs because when someone's back's against the wall, then we see what they're made of. And you know what? We need a little bit of pressure sometimes. Uh, we're made that way. We get stagnant and stale. We get in these comfort zones and we stop stretching. We stop working out. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This is a real personal message today because, uh, man, this has been a terrible year. 
and I basically, uh, instead of resisting everything this year up until now, I've been kind of just waiting for things to blow over. Kind of maybe this is my, uh, um, my, um, you know, what do they call it? A sabbatical, if you will, a staybatical, <laughs> a staycation, I guess. Staybatical, would you call it that? I didn't get to go anywhere. I didn't get to disappear anywhere. But I've been a little bit on uh, autopilot, kind of waiting for this thing to blow over, not happy with things are going. And so, you know, God got my attention, and uh, he's, uh, he does that. But it's hard to get our attention when we're in this comfort zone. And uh, that's why I love the, the poem, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. And by the way, I've shared this before. I love this poem. But there's a little note. Uh, I forgot where I got it from. Poem Hunter, I think it was. And it says, uh, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. This poem is probably one of the most famous and celebrated American poems. The poem depicts the agony of a decision-making and the rewards of forging your own path. The subject of the poem is faced with the decision of taking the safe road, right? The safe route, that's the comfort zone that others have taken before or breaking new ground, which will be fearful, right? You understand that? Breaking that new ground or taking that safe route. And he says that he took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. So it says, two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the end of growth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and watered wear, wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wooden eye, I took the one last traveled by, and it's made all the difference. And of course we know in the, in the good book, Matthew 7, right, we're, we're called, uh, we're told that, hey, there's going to be two roads, two divergent paths, and of course... The easy one, most people jump onto, and most people have jumped onto. But God says, stay away from the easy path. It's not what you want. It's not going to get you what you want. It's not going to put you around people you want to be around. Stop it! Right? He says there are two paths before you. You may take only one path. One doorway is narrow, one door is wide. Go through the narrow door, for the wide door leads to a wide path, and the wide path is broad. The wide, broad path is easy. And the wide, broad, easy path has many, many people on it, but the wide, broad, easy, crowded path leads to death. Now then, the narrow door leads to a narrow road that in turn leads to life. It is hard to find that road. Not many manage to find it. Along the way, watch out for false prophets. They will come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath that quaint and innocent wool, they are hungry wolves. And that's from The Voice, right? You got to realize that a life worth living is going to have some challenges in it. If you look at any of the great people in this world, they were forged in the fiery furnace. You know, we got to be smarter than an ass. And I'm talking about a donkey, right? One day, a farmer's donkey fell down into a well. The animal cried piteously for hours as the farmer was working hard to figure out a way to get him out. Finally, he decided it was probably impossible. The animal was old. The well was dry anyways. So, quote, let's kill two birds with one stone. It just wasn't worth it even giving an effort and retrieve the donkey because both the donkey were old and useless and the well was old, dried up, and useless. So the farmer figured out, you know, I'll, I'll take a different approach. I'll just bury both at the same time. So the farmer asked his neighbors to come over and help him cover up the well, and in the process, put the poor animal out of its misery. And so the neighbors all grabbed shovels and began to shovel dirt into the well. At first, when the donkey realized what was happening, the donkey cried horribly. Then, to everyone's amazement, he quieted down and let out some happy brays. A few shovel loads later, the farmer looked down the well to see what was happening and was astonished at what he saw. With every shovel of dirt that hit his back, the donkey would shake it off and take a step up. As the farmer's neighbors continued to shovel dirt on top of the animal, he continued to shake it off and step up, shake it off 
and step up. Pretty soon, to everyone's amazement, the donkey stepped up over the edge of the well and trotted off. Wow. See, ladies and gentlemen, life is going to shovel dirt on us. If you're outside your comfort zone, if you're inside your comfort zone, it's going to shovel dirt on you as well. But after you take your last breath, because you've been dead for a while, you just haven't been buried yet. You know, a lot of people's epitaph, they should read, uh, died 1985, died uh, 2001, died whenever, buried some time later. See, the trick to getting out of the well is to shake it off and take a step up. Each adversity can be turned into a stepping stone if we choose. The way to get out of the deepest well is by never, never, never giving up. But shaking yourself off, taking a step up. We call it picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, and hit again. And when you're going to play big in life, you're going to be outside your comfort zone. And you're going to realize a lot of stuff's going to happen to us. But it's not really what happens to us that matters. It's how we respond to it that truly matters. Think about the donkey. At first, when it realized what was happening, he cried more you know, piteously. Think about this. Don't you do the same? I know I do. Why, God? Why is this happening? It's not fair. Don't we love the fair thing? That's what the whole social justice is not fair. Well, read the good book. Life's not fair and life is hard. I learned those two things. So put your big boy pants on, right? The wise animal hit a plan. I mean, think about it. It's a stupid donkey. But even a stupid creature can have a good idea every once in a while. And as each spadeful of dirt hit this donkey's back, the donkey would just shake it off and take a step up on the growing mound of earth. And eventually it grew so high, it allowed him just to get right out of the pit. What a great metaphor. What a great lesson for life. Life is going to shovel dirt on you when you're outside your comfort zone. All kinds of dirt. The trick is getting out of the pit is to shake it off and take a step up. That's the key. And you know what? It requires pressure. And even though we want to avoid pressure, we don't want that. We want the easy life. I'm going to tell you right now, what we need is a challenge. You know, this morning I was in the the book of uh, Lamentations. And if you look at Lamentations, it was written by Jeremiah. And it was written during the time of the siege of Babylon, where Babylon was basically destroying them. Matter of fact, I was looking here at uh, Chuck Swindoll's Lamentation uh, Guideline, uh, the five chapters, And chapter 1, Jerusalem's desolation. Chapter 2, the Lord's anger. Chapter 3, Jeremiah's grief. Chapter 4, the Lord's anger. Chapter 5, Jeremiah's prayer. Boy, that's why it's called the book of lamentation, right? But he says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will have hope in him. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24. And you know the interesting thing about the book of Lamentations is the word itself. Lamentation is the act of bewailing, audible expression of sorrow, wailing, moaning. Think about that. right? Yeah, that, like that. That's a lamentation, what Sam Kinison's doing, right? The book itself is a collection of poetic laments for the destruction of Jerusalem, 586. It's interesting because this is the time where the Babylonians, the first great empire, was ravaging Judah. Three times they invaded. Three times captives, captives were taken out. And the third time, total destruction. Temples, cities, not a good time, right? Jeremiah was prophesying and so were others. Matter of fact, there was actually a time that Jeremiah got thrown in prison because he was bringing the truth, saying that, hey, we're going to be here 70 years. Uh, and other prophets say, no, no, you're not going to be in Babylon long. The Lord's going to protect us. Lord's going to save us. Don't build anything. Don't plant anything. And Jeremiah was saying, uh-uh, tell him to plant. Tell him to build because we're going to be here 70 years. You're going to be here for a while. And let's be honest, a lot of us Christians, true Christians, that's how we're feeling with this election. We can't believe with all the people praying, with all the prophesying, how in the world could such a despicable Biden and Joe Biden, remember, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, right? Remember, the, not to say he is the, 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 the uh, Antichrist, but remember the Antichrist is loved by the world. The Antichrist is a nice guy. I'm not saying Joe Biden's that. But you got to realize, be careful, because, uh, you know, wolves come in sheep's clothing. And, boy, you can say nice things and you can pretend to be nice, but beware. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the outcome, we know the election was stolen. We know millions of fraudulent votes were cast. Who cares about recount? You're recounting illegal votes. So, of course, you're going to come up with the same number. But what about the millions of people that didn't really vote, but that there's votes in there for representing them? That's the concern. But, ladies and gentlemen, the time is now to realize it maybe this is our time, our lamentation. And then how can we grow? How can we get closer to God? How can we use this time to challenge ourselves to be better today than we were yesterday, to be better tomorrow than today? So I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about two divergent paths, and we'll be back in three minutes. You can act like a man! do in 48 hours that changes your life like it matters leadership awakening listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with ptsd compare leadership awakening to other training he's received you focus on the individual i think you kind of answered the why question whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there i don't want to say they put a band-aid on it but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas, Fort Worth, December 3rd through the 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Since 2004, men choose Andro 400 for one reason, results. It has really worked. I've lost 35 pounds. It's just unbelievable. I never lost weight like that easily in my life. Congratulations, Stephen, on losing 35 pounds. Now, listen to Leonard's results. So when I went to my doctor, I was telling him about uh, your product, Andro 400, and he said that it was okay for me to take it. So I started taking it. I just came back from the doctor yesterday. I'm down to 190 from 236, and he told me to continue to doing what I'm doing. Outstanding, Leonard, losing 46 pounds. Guys, if achieving results like losing belly fat, gaining energy, and improving testosterone levels are what you're looking for, then get Andro 400. We guarantee the results. Start today and get free shipping. Go to andro400.com, andro400.com, andro400.com. At Like It Matters, we're about feeding people, but not in the traditional sense. For it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As conduits, we want to feed people with hope, belief, and an understanding that they have the power and the freedom to control how they feel and the way they think. Our daily buffet of encouragement and assistance is served through our trainings, our radio show, one-on-one counseling, and sharing the word through wayofwarrior.blog. As this year comes to a close, please consider Like It Matters for your year-end tax-deductible donations. We will use the gift of your donation to bring inspiration, education, and application to those suffering from trauma tied to abuse, molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and more. Thank you for considering Like It Matters as one of your donation destinations. To help us help others, please donate today at likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's some great music I'm talking about. I am black, and we are back. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about two divergent paths. You know, there are many things we want, but that is much different than things we need. Trust me, my little boy, my Benaya, he's five and a half years old. Boy, he's got a whole list of things that he wants. And I know, and his mom knows, that most of those things that he wants would not be good for him. But we do know there's things he needs. And some of the things he needs sometimes is a heavy hand, is a, uh, a, a hard line to where he knows not to cross that line. Uh, he did that the other day. We let him watch some stuff on uh, YouTube. He watches people playing games. and been watching this one British guy, this one British kid. He just loves this British kid. And, 
you know, in all fairness on us that we weren't kind of paying attention to all the stuff. His kid playing games and all that. And then the other day, I'm stunned. It was two days ago. He used the N-word. I didn't hear it. His, his mom did. The N-word. I have never used that word in my life. Never, ever, ever. And I didn't hear it. His mom did, and she, like, came unglued. I'm like, what? He, she, she goes, she goes. he used the N-word. I'm like, what N-word? Because I, I, mean, I didn't think about it. Like, what, what N-word do you talk about? And she looked at me and, like, N-word. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was mad. And, and then I realized, oh, my gosh, the N-word? And then a couple hours later, he did it again, she said. I, I've never once heard it. Uh, and then uh, it was a third time where he she got mad. I was like, go over there. What, what's going on? He used that word again, and I came unglued. He lost his privilege on his thing. We banned him from watching that kid ever again. He went to his room for like a half hour. Uh, I went up there and told him how disappointed I was, and this is a terrible, terrible word. I've never used it in my life. Uh, I said, now you can come down, uh, but you're no longer going to be able to listen, watch that guy and what, all the stuff. And then he came downstairs and said, Dad, I'm going to go up in my room for a couple minutes, and then I'll be back. Because he knew he, I was mad. I was very frustrated. And I don't like to get that way. I was raised in a family of abuse. My dad beat on me all the time, and I don't want to be that type of dad. And so I've kind of gotten a little softer. I've kind of taken the easier path with my son, Benaya, because I don't want to be that harsh person. I'm, I'm a much different man today than I was 23 years ago when I had my daughter. And so you got to realize that in that process, too, again, I started processing because, uh, quote, it's always about me, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So I'm thinking, what have I done? Have I been so easy on my son that uh, he's gonna? it's going to cost him? And so we need to understand the difference between want and need. You know, my training's the the most challenging training uh, anybody ever goes through. I don't even like to do it because it's challenging on me physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. We're, we're fighting a good fight. And I was going through some, some papers this morning, and I came across this from Abby Bollum, uh, Team 177. This was eleven seven seventeen. so this was three years ago. said, hi, Mr. Black. I want to thank you so much for everything this weekend. I know you saw the change in me, and I'm so excited to be continuing down the path you led us on. I wanted to share a journal entry of mine two months ago. Everything I was wishing that would happen with powerless words happened with your class. You forced me to get out of my comfort zone, and I'm forever grateful for that. I have emailed the team as well as with my vision for us and keep the, to keep the momentum going. Thank you for allowing me to be the leader that I always knew I was. See, I talk about these three zones we live in. We live in a comfort zone, but in the comfort zone, we get stale, we get stagnant, we no longer push, we no longer challenge ourselves, we die in there. Outside of that is fear, false evidence appearing real, and that's where a leader really learns what he's made of. That's in the Army, we call it boot camp. Uh, in football, we call it the two-a-days in high school football, uh, the, the OTAs in the professional football. That's where we learn how to overcome. That's where we learn how to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit again. And beyond that zone called fear is panic, intense fear. Now, the key to life is keep pushing our comfort zone. Keep learning how to function at a high level in that zone called fear. Because then what used to elicit, elicit fear now becomes a little bit more just comfortable, familiar. And what used to elicit panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once we realize it's false evidence appearing real, then we can feel the fear and do it anyways. And that's how we continue to grow, continue to stretch. I mean, think about Douglas MacArthur, one of the great generals. We were, uh, John and I were listening to some uh, historical documentation on Patton, you know, another great general. Uh, But Douglas MacArthur, you know, while he was stationed in Australia and acting as supreme commander of allied forces in the southwest, he penned this prayer for his only son, Arthur. I love it because think about the words and what he's saying. It says, build me a son, O Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak and brave enough to face himself when he's afraid. One who will be proud and unbending and honest defeat and humble and gentle in victory. Build me a son whose wishes will not take the place of deeds, a son who will know thee, and that to know himself is the foundation stone of knowledge. Lead him, I pray, not in the path of ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenge. Here let him learn to stand up in the storm. Here let him learn compassion for those who fail. 
Build me a son whose heart will be clear, whose goal will be high, a son who will master himself before he seeks to master other men. One who will reach into the future, yet never forget the past. And after all these things are his, add, I pray, enough of a sense of humor, so that he may always be serious, yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility, so that he may always remember the simplicity of true greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, and the weakness of true strength. Then I, his father, will dare to whisper, I have not lived in vain. See, we got to be forged by the fire, ladies and gentlemen. We need pressure. Pressure is what makes us grow, right? Fresher under pressure. I got this uh, article years ago, but it's a true article about a company. It's called Nisbet Oyster Company. Uh, Is at the cutting edge of oyster marketing, seafood safety, and consumer convenience with its incredible fresher under pressure system. The fresher under pressure process has given the company the tool it needs to create innovative quality products that stay fresh longer, are free from natural pathogens, and are so simple for consumers to use and enjoy. The high pressure processing technology is officially known as high hydrostatic pressure and refers to the use of immersing foods in water and subjecting them to extremely high pressure, more than 40,000 pounds per square inch. Imagine the pressure of two elephants standing on a dime or taking a dive to the deepest depths of the ocean. After being treated with the fresher under pressure system, a number of amazing things take place. Increased food safety. The pressure has crushed any natural pathogens destroying them. Pre-shucked. The pressure has shucked the oyster from its shell. Tastes great. The oyster retains all its natural appearance and delicious flavor. Since this new technology only uses pressure, all changes take place without the addition of heat, chemicals, or manual manipulation. The oyster remains raw and in the shell. Best of all, the original taste characteristics remain intact, ready for consumers to enjoy. Think about that. We need pressure. We need to be out of our comfort zone. I remember a story, I got this from a blog from Samantha Asylum, but it's so apropos, I, I talk about this all the time. Talk about, are we going to be a diamond, a pearl, or a swan? And all three require pressure. They require agitation. Did you know before a diamond becomes its beautiful entity, it was once made out of carbon, or Filipino, they call it yuling, yuling. It must go through high temperature, intense pressure, then would quickly rush down towards the Earth's surface to cool. Through the years, the process brings the crystal transformations that become the diamond. Being a diamond is not just about its perfection and beauty. Its essence is in the process of improving yourself through time from hard work, understanding all the pressure from all around you, and eventually, right, shining bright like a diamond. How about a pearl? A pearl is produced inside clamshells. A clamshell would usually settle on the seabeds to get food from its surroundings. Once it's open, once it's open, it creates wave pressure that causes particles such as dirt and sand to go inside the shell, thus leading to irritation. You ever been irritated? You experience that in the zone called fear, right? The shell's reaction to the irritation is that it produces a tear-like particle on their muscles, which grows and becomes the pearl. Think about this. A pearl is a product of irritation. Irritations, bad vibes, discomfort, whatever those things we experience outside of our comfort zone in that zone called fear. These things are inevitably part of work. Accept irritation and turn it into redemptive growth experience. And then the last one, I love the picture, is the swan. Swans are animals known for representing elegance, beauty, right? It's like a ballet dancer. Above the water, they appear to move so gracefully. But if you looked under the water, you'd see something a little different. They actually have to paddle hard underneath to stay afloat and not to drown, believe it or not. Yeah, I never knew that. Like a swan, no matter how much we are struggling, no matter how hard we, things get inside, which may be brought about by work or life itself, we must stay calm on the surface. Show they have grace under pressure. Think about this. I realize that I'm still practicing knowing how I can become a diamond, a pearl, a swan. 
I have an issue a lot of times when it comes to stress. I function well under stress, but boy, I can be hard on people. And I want you to know that the only way to learn this stuff is not by reading about it. It's not by listening to people talk about it. But it's actually getting outside your comfort zone. Putting yourself in an environment where you get pushed and challenged. You're probably too old to go back in the military for boot camp. Probably not going to play professional football and do the two-a-days. Why don't you go to likeitmatters.net. Sign up for a class. Let me help you go through the fire furnace and come out the other side better than you could ever imagine. That's what we do at likeitmatters.net. I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about two divergent paths. We'll be back in three minutes. Jesus. Yes, sir. I'm still here. I'm still here. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Isn't that what the Bible said? I'm still here. God, I'm leaning on you. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Hi, Tom Atiny here. Are you thinking of buying your first home? The best place to start is with an easy, no-obligation pre-qualification. Just go to getalonewithtom.com. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done. Champion Plumbing wants to empower you to be the champion in your home when it comes to plumbing. Go to their YouTube channel for step-by-step videos explaining how to fix common household plumbing issues. Do you have low water pressure? Have you drained your water heater this year? Champion Plumbing has videos to guide you through it. And if you get stuck, they're only a call away. Subscribe to their YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash champion plumbing. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening, coming to Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, December 3rd through the 5th. Details at likeitmatters.net. You are the river of life, you are the joy of my soul, you are the raging river out of control. Amen. I am Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about two divergent paths. You know, we so many people have wants and they have needs, but you know, we need to differentiate between our wants and our needs, and sometimes what we want is not what we need. You know, right now, a lot of people want comfort. They want familiarity. And for whatever reason, God's not given that to us. And so we serve a good God. And so we got to figure out, okay, so what's the purpose here? God's not bad. He's not going to, he's not disciplining us. Now, we might have moved out from our covering. Why was Joe Biden elected? Why was all these prayers of Christians uh, unanswered? 
And only God knows. God's ways are not our ways, and our ways are not God's ways. His ways are far above our ways. But there's always something. There's always a reason why. And I'm suggesting to you today that we need to get off the easy path. We've been on the easy path. I mean, if you look at the church itself, the church has always, uh, always prospered under uh, high pressure. Always. Remember, I've talked before about this thing called the Titler cycle. It's a, I think it was a Scottish historian. Uh, and he says that there's basically that the typical democracy, matter of fact, I'll just read what it says here. A democracy is always temporary in nature. It simply cannot exist as a permanent form of government. A democracy will continue to exist up until the time that voters discover that they can vote themselves generous gifts from the public treasury. From that moment on, the majority always votes for the candidates who promise the most benefits from the public treasury, with the result that every democracy will finally collapse due to loose fiscal policy, which is always followed by a dictatorship. And isn't that where we're at now? We can't leave our house. We can't have Thanksgiving. Now, yeah, of course, it's under the guise, wink, wink, nudge, nudge of a crisis, right? COVID-19. Anybody notice how there's no flu bug this year? Uh, the 60, 70,000 people a year who die from the flu bug. Notice how no one's dying from the flu bug. They're all dying from wink, wink, COVID-19, because you never want to let a good uh, a good problem go to waste, right? The average age of the world's greatest civilizations from the beginning of history has been about 200 years. During those 200 years, and this is the cycle, they go from bondage to spiritual faith, from spiritual faith to courage, from courage to liberty, from liberty to abundance, from abundance to selfishness, from selfishness to complacency, from complacency to apathy, from apathy to dependence, and from dependence to bondage. And I would suggest that that's where we are. Now with Joe Biden, all, I mean, look at all the, the borders are getting ready to full up. Read, check out with the Department of Homeland Security. All these people from all over Central America, South America, they're all getting in caravans again, coming here to American border. Boy, that's going to be good for COVID, right? All these poor people from all over the world are now going to come in because Joe Biden's going to open up the gates. So anybody can come in. Free stuff here. Free school. Free this. And all those people that are in school with your kids that are all sick and all that. Yeah, it's going to work out well. But, you know, this is where we learn how to grow. These are the words from George Washington before he became president. Two years before he became president. Think about it. Uh, the words I shared before, I didn't realize what those words were. Those were actually from George Washington. And so I believe that we're clearly about in stage seven, if not in right back into bondage. And by the way, years ago, I found this. I don't know who did this, but I like it. This person actually went through and said where the stages are. So, so from bondage to spiritual faith, 1760 to 1769, King George III becomes King of England, Currency Act, Sugar Act, Stamp Act, right? So we get tired of bondage. And so we, we get the courage to, to step out, right? Spiritual faith. And then from spiritual faith to great courage, 1770 to 1783, the Boston Massacre, right? Samuel Adams organized the committees of correspondence. Parliament passes the Tea Act. There's the Boston Tea Party, First Continental Congress, the, the Battle of Bunker Hill, right? So many things that happened that we had to really get into, have some great courage. And then from courage, we go to liberty, in 1784, he says from 1865, that's a long one, 80 years getting to liberty, the Constitutional Convention, the Constitution ratified by 13 states, George Washington elected president, the Bill of Rights was passed, Fugitive Slave Act passed, Louisiana Purchase, U.S.-Mexican War, all these Dred Scott decision, Compromise of 1815, Abraham Lincoln elected president, Confederate states secede from the Union, look at all the courage we had to have to fight through, the things thrown at us, and we moved to liberty. And then it says, from liberty to abundance, and that's from 1866 to 1969, a good hundred years, the Civil Rights Act of 1866, first transcontinental railroad, Alexander Graham Bell invents the telephone, the Industrial Revolution, General Electric founded Spanish-American War, goes through so many things, uh, the atomic bomb, the Holocaust, World War II, the Korean War, uh, the Vietnam conflict, a civil rights movement, Dr. King, J.F. Kennedy assassinated. I mean, so much going on uh, to get there into abundance. And then he says from abundance to complacency. 
was from 1970 and 1989, Roe v. Wade, right? All of a sudden, we found a hidden right in the Constitution that women can kill their babies whenever they want. Uh, President Nixon resigns in disgrace, right? Because we're getting comfortable. The oil embargo, Ronald Reagan elected president, military buildup, tax cuts, the fall of the Soviet Union. And then he says from complacency to apathy. And that's from 1990 to about 2000. Think about that, right? A lot happened. The Gulf War, Bill Clinton elected president, stock market boom, gridlock, Congress and presidents lead to budget surpluses. Clinton acquitted an impeachment trial, a lot going on. And then he says we go from apathy to dependence, and that was 2001 to 2007. And remember in 2001 what happened, it was so big that we started opening up and giving away our rights, right? September 11, 2001, uh, interest rates were lowered to 1%. Invasion of Afghanistan, invasion of Iraq. You know, we had all these hurricanes, Katrina, home prices doubling, and financial derivatives grow to over $100 trillion, Right. People are making good money, and all of a sudden they're getting comfortable. They're there in their comfort zone. And then he goes here from dependence back into bondage. And that was 2008 to whatever. Housing prices collapsed, financial firms collapsed, government, Federal Reserve intervened to prop up worldwide system, right? All these things. But now we've gotten into bondage. Now we've elected a man who told you it's going to be cold, dark winter, a man who told you uh, that he's going to shut everything down. He's going to mandate. And now they're mandating you can't leave your home. You can't have people over. You must wear a mask in your home. You don't think we're in bondage? You don't think right now that things are going to get so ugly, so bad? But here's the key. We can grow in it. This is where our faith comes in. This is where we learn how to grow. You know, the church has always grown under and think about it, America grew best when we were fighting some some important battles about who we were, why we're here, and now we've gotten so comfortable that now we are actually teaching in our schools, right, uh, critical race theory, that America is an evil country that was formed sole for the purpose of maintaining slavery, that white people are hateful, bitter, racist people. I mean, there's a, a war brewing. Black Lives Matter wants to tell you that all white people are prejudiced, that all uh, uh, gay people are, are, are the real true way, that, that cisgender traditional family is, is terrible, is wrong, that the way to go is to be uh, the gay lifestyle, the, 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 the platform that we can't even, couldn't even think about 30, 40 years ago. Think about this. I saw this article, stunned me. NBA players travel to Vatican to discuss social justice work with Pope Francis. Can you believe this? A delegation of NBA players traveled to the Vatican on Monday to meet with Pope Francis. This is supposedly God's man on the scene, right? The NBA Association sent five players, all their names, to discuss their individual collective efforts addressing social and economic injustice and inequality occurring in their communities. Sources told ESPN that assistant to the Pope initially reached out to them the meeting because his desire to learn about their recent work and future plans to address the ongoing issues. Quote, we're extremely honored to have had this opportunity to come to the Vatican and share our experiences with Pope Francis. His openness and eagerness to discuss these issues was inspiring and a reminder that our work has had a global impact. Now, that article never once mentions God, never once mentions Jesus Christ. There was never the word spiritual mention, godly mention. When you got the supposed, quote, God's man on the spot here in the world that's more interested in global warming, more interested in racism and not forgiving, the Bible tells us clearly forgive, not hold a record wrong, not hold a pound of flesh, that we're all equal under God's eyes. But here's the man's supposed God on the spot and doesn't even talk about those things. He's so into the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to be different. And I'm going to tell you right now, we got some lot of hard times ahead of us, but man, this is the time we can grow, we can stretch, we can learn. I'm going to challenge you to embrace it. See what you're made of. Maybe God's calling you something greater. This is the opportunity. I know I'm going to answer the call. I'm ready to step up and step out. I'm just wondering, are you willing to join me? You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Heart and let me go. Plunge me deeper. Let your living water flow. Water flow.
everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Float quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half Price Offers, or call the station. Ringing, 